Hi, this is Lisa Henderson, your host for Daring Parenting. So you might wonder, what is a daring parent? Well, if you're willing to be a child's parent, not necessarily their friend, you're a daring parent. A daring parent has good boundaries and sets limits for children with natural and logical consequences if something goes wrong. And they stick to them. That's what makes you a daring parent. We're on twice a week, Thursday morning from 10 to 10.30, Tuesday evening from 7 to 7.30, and you can listen live on Hoodsprate FM 96.4 and on hoodspraytfm.com. If you miss the show and you want to catch it at your convenience, you can go to daringparenting.com, and on the main menu, you'll see a tab that says radio shows. If you have any questions that you'd like to address to us, please feel free to email me, lisa at daringparenting.com. Hi, this is Lisa Henderson with Daring Parenting, and today our guest is going to be called Belinda, not her real name, but to protect her privacy. She's a mother of three and a stepmother of two children. She's in a blended family and has been for several years, and I wanted to ask you, Belinda, do you know the story from America, the Brady Bunch? Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. It's not realistic. It's a man and a woman who get together. She has three girls. He has three boys. And of course, neither parent was ever divorced. They both lost their spouses. <laughs> However, I don't think most blended families are like the Brady Bunch, where the squabbles were not serious at all. Can you give us a little bit of information about your situation? Yes, I can do that. Um, what I wished I should have known is for, as I speak of myself, um, more experience and knowledge of the outer world, if I can call it like that. And out of my comfort zone as a mother and wife, been married for 20 years, I only realized how inexperienced I was when I got divorced. And now, after four and a half years of being in a new relationship as a stepmother, I stepped right out of a divorce, right into a new relationship. I didn't have experience or the knowledge of a new merged family. I didn't like the word stepmother because I had a bad experience with my stepmother. I wished I have known how big challenge it is to work on a new relationship with a man with his own children. So you'd really led a very sheltered life. Yes, I did, yes. And were any of your three children grown up enough to be out of the house? Um, two of my children is older, and then I had I have a lot Lamiki, and so he's the only one that lived or living with us. Uh-huh. Um, and then his two children, that is bigger than my children, than my child. It is a new world to step into someone else's house and getting used to their ways and how they handle their children. And I had to adopt their ways and also has my child had to adopt their ways. Um, Otherwise, there was a lot of conflict. Then there was a lot of jealousy. His children was jealous of my child and my attention towards my own child. So it was all hard. It It was a big challenge. Yes, because I didn't know what to expect of because I was married since I'm out of school, so, and I had my own family, and now suddenly all these new things. And how much did being in love and being in a new relationship 
helped to make all this easier? Um, being in love helped a lot because then you have a lot determination. Is that the right yeah. word? Um, yeah, so when you have the love between each other, there's a lot of determination. Um, so you think things will get better and you will just pray harder and you will hope harder yeah. and God's grace will be better and more for you and the family and yeah you just wish to have all happy and have you had moments of that in the last four years yes a lot of moments yeah (laughs) Um, every day since um, the children was all in the house um, every day was was a challenge because the the thing the only time when we had a argument was about the children. Ah, yes. Yes, and the only time we had conflict was about the children. So then you try to work around that and what makes him happy and what makes him and his children happy and then it's better to talk things out straight away than to keep quiet because then it gets worse. So I had to learn and he had to learn to speak, you know, um, immediately if there's a conflict and sort it out there. So was your parenting style different than your husband's? Yes, um, a lot, a lot different. Yes, he's the disciplinarian one. Um, I am the one that will get so- softer very quickly and, you know, feel quickly sorry for the children and he will keep his discipline. So I had to learn to have more discipline and to keep his rules of the house. Definitely, I learned also a lot out of it. Um, in, in the beginning, I thought he's hard on the children and especially on my child. And then later on, I realized now he's only trying to be good, you know, to make him a better child of the world. Um, because one day there will be discipline in his work Life is like that. It's not always just kind. Do you think that his children have changed as a result of having you in their life? Yes, I definitely think so because I always gave him the love from a mother's side that they need and I baked for them and I packed their school boxes and uh, prepared nice food for them and always tried when we go to town to buy them something they like, like ice cream or... So, yeah, um, and they they both had told me in person that um, they couldn't ask for the better deaf mother. So, yes, I think I got a... I had a great impact on their lives. Did you find that the discipline from your husband helped your son become stronger? Definitely. Um, I can see... It changed, but for good, not for worse. And um, my husband is very strict on table manners, and my child, um, his table manners improved. And when we go to people, they see and they say, Oh, he got lovely table manners. And then I said, Okay, that's a good work of my husband. So, yes, I can definitely see. And he got a motto in life that he says, 
you you must try everything you mustn't give it to in others hands so because of my child is a lot lamiki we do everything for him mm-hmm. because we think he's still small but um we we disadvanced him because he at on a stage he couldn't do anything for himself so my husband learned me he must try if he fails we will help him but we will only help him if he tried so yeah that's the good out of all the bad in my relationship with my husband who walked into an instant family he was much harder on my son than he was on my daughter which was hard for me and my son's biological father was harder on him and so what i'm thinking is that men relate to boys differently and they see how softness isn't necessarily going to help the boys definitely i saw that with my boy also both actually with my boys and even with his own two boys when they were smaller he was like training them for the harder world out there because there isn't there isn't um space for soft softness in in the world for boys um maybe there is a little bit because they still have um they can must still cry if they want to cry or doesn't matter if they cry he 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 doesn't tell them don't cry but he tells them in the other way uh, don't be out there too soft because the world is hard out there for boys because um they have to look after the wives one day now does your husband ever encourage your child to do something that he's afraid of and you're thinking no 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 but then it turns out okay yes definitely a lot of times the one thing i just quickly can think about is he's scared of the sound of a gun of the shooting and he learned him don't be afraid of anything you must shoot because you know you you have to hunt someday maybe for food and yeah so he learned to come over his fright and even at night when he was a little bit afraid for the darkness he tell he ask him what are you afraid of and then he will tell i don't know just the darkness then he said don't be afraid because it's just all in your mind so he helps him a lot with that also you know and he just have a way to speak to him about that in in like a father and son way right so yeah i want you to imagine that you see a woman who's just like you were 4 years ago and you want to give her a piece of advice what would you tell her to keep in mind i would tell women just keep on hoping and believing it that you will get through it it's not always easy but it will get better because there's things you learn how to work around just not to give up your love and your hope for because of the challenge of new of a new blended family if you lose that love then you know you will know it wasn't meant to be because it's really hard work it's really really hard work but it makes it worth it if you love that person enough so do you actually try to parent his children yes there were there was a lot of times that i gave them advice when their father wasn't at home then i was looking after them then i got time to speak to them uh, alone and i gave them advice and 
they took the advice I can I can remember they they took it at heart and they live it out so then it makes you happy to see that you could have meant meaning something for them as well have you had this thing like in a fight where they burst out with you're not my mother um luckily I think it only happened once and then I said to them calmly I know I'm not your mother but I would love to just to be there for you when you need me and I would like you not to see me as a stepmother but rather than somebody that also take care of you with a lot of love and yeah so it doesn't happen it only was once and also just a one child and has it ever happened with your son where he said you're not my father um he just also that i can remember once when he got a hiding <laughs> and i was unexperienced i went and i I've cuddled him after the hiding and he got angry with me, my husband, and said, you're not allowed to do that because you confuse him. And I was confused. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he explained to me, no, then he, he wouldn't learn something about about this situation because I hit him and you cuddled him. And then, you know, I've learned something that day. So when... When he um, sent him to the bathroom or or give him a hiding, then I just go outside and and um, just think of something and else and cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard for yeah. me, and but luckily he learned fast, so he keeps away from his hidings <laughs> because he listens because he knows. Do you ever wish you'd met your husband sooner so that you could have had a baby together? Yes, a lot of times. Um, I I wished I was like 10 or 15 years younger when then I would definitely had my Lord Lamiki rather with him. And I don't know if it would have been better um, because it's still your children and my children and our children. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, I've, I've thought a lot about it and think phew, we would have made a beautiful baby. <laughs> Well, here's another thing, and it could be a sensitive subject, but what about dealing with exes? You dealing with his ex-wife, him dealing with your ex-husband. Has that been complicated? Um, yes. Um, it's not, in the beginning especially, it was not easy for me to meet her and, you know, think how, what kind of wife she was for him. And I'm a better wife for him. And... I think he thinks the same. He also asked me sometimes, what did my husband do, my ex-husband do in this case, and what would he have done in this case? So I think we, but on both sides, you you think a lot, how was that person to that person? And mm-hmm. it makes you sometimes insecure, and you think, would I be better than that? Um, I think definitely there's uncomfortable ways in the beginning, and but later on it's getting better because you 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 know the situation better, and yeah, then you think, okay, he chosen me, so I know now. So we don't have any bad feelings towards each other. I think it just goes about uncomfortable 
anything else. It's just it feels not right or uncomfortable mm-hmm. because you moved on, they, they moved on, you know. Um, so both part, part, parties moved on, you know. So it's just a case of, I think, you feel uncomfortable. But uh, there was one incident that we eat together and the children was there with us. Uh-huh. And we had to um, speak about my son's future discussion, you know, decisions. And so we, we've done it and I could see the children was also a little bit seeing what we're going, our faces, are we uncomfortable, are we relaxed? So you can feel it and you can see it, but we've done it and it wasn't bad, but it still feels uncomfortable. Well, obviously, this is tough at the beginning, but what kind of things did you do as a family that brought you all closer together? Well, I think we, we've done more things together, like I'm actually the only woman in the house, but I go with them when they go fishing and when they go hunting. So we, we tried to do everything together to keep everybody together and enjoying everything that we do together. So, and they let me feel um, belong, even if I'm the only woman in the house. So they say, we're going fishing, you're coming with. So, okay, I'm coming with. And sometimes when I say, no, I want to stay, then my husband will say, no, you're coming with. You're part of the family. So then I feel, oh, okay, they really want me, want me there. So I said, okay, I grab my stuff and I go because it keeps us together. And then once a month they will think of me and they will say, okay, this evening it's chick move, you know, chick movie. (laughs) Then I feel, wow, I think it was really about me this evening. So I said, okay, thank you. And then when I look around me, they all sleep. (laughs) Because there's always action and, you know, all the man stuff on the TV. And once a month they will they will think, oh, Sham, we must think about her as well. And then the first 10 minutes, they will look with me. And then when I see, I see now they're very bored. <laughs> so, When do you find you connect most with the kids? Um, I think it's during holidays um, because um, when we're all, all at work and, you know, at school, we don't have a lot of time to to give attention to each other and speak to each other. So I think holidays, we more into each other's space and then, yeah, we then we can talk about deeper things and especially the boys that's in high school now, then they will come out and say, oh, I, I like a girl now, but uh, I don't know how to connect with the girl. Then I will give a little bit of advice and my husband will give a little bit of advice and say, I start with a little teddy bear and a chocolate (laughs) (laughs) and um, the small one as well. Then we will tease him and say, oh, do you have a girlfriend yet? I'm too shy yet. Um, I will wait for the high school. (laughs) (laughs) When it's not school holiday, everybody just runs, you know, and your time is not your own. Yeah, it's very hard. Are they very active after school? Yes, they're very active. So weekends is only sport, you know, especially rugby and cricket um, so most of the time we are the rugby games of the children so yeah it's very hard to have time on a weekend because Sunday everybody is tired and you know it's just a rest day 
So logistically, it's hard because you work, your husband works, and you've got three boys with after-school activities. And sometimes very hard because you have to plan ahead and speak ahead and say, okay, this Saturday is the game day. Um, and sometimes the two older boys is in the same school, but the activities is on different places. Then we have to choose is it the older boy's turn today or the youngest one? And then we make turns. And then there's a lot, Lomiki. And then luckily his activities is more in the week at this moment. So it works out very good so far because Saturdays is only the high school activities most of the time. There was once or twice that, um, when the little one was also playing rugby and the, the bigger ones. So I have to go with my own car to the youngest one's activity and he had to go on his own. So yeah, it's difficult sometimes. You have to to plan ahead. And this struggle isn't confined to just blended families. This is any family that's got kids with after school activities and both parents trying to work. Um for me is I feel guilty because I like baking and um I used to be um a mother staying you know, a mother that's not working so then I baked and I had a lot of um, things that when they came on weekends I can give them nice things to eat and stuff you know so now I don't have even time for baking and sometimes I feel guilty because I think oh um, you know I'd rather go and buy the biscuits or something than rather baking them because I don't have time so and you feel guilty sometimes leaving the house for the whole day and come back and sometimes things is out of order and you know out of place so yeah you just feel sometimes it would be better you know to be at home than to be at work but do you also find that you're a good role model for the boys because they see that a woman is equal in the workplace to men I hope I'm that good role model, <laughs> but yeah, it's not always easy you know, to keep up both, you know, both sides, right. the household and the working place. And this struggle isn't confined to just blended families. This is any family that's got kids with after-school activities and both parents trying to work. And the bottom line is, for most women, whether we're inside or outside of the home working, we feel guilty. Belinda not your real name. We changed it for your privacy. Thank you so much for talking about a subject that affects a lot of us, but it's difficult to come forward and talk about. And I'm sure that we'll have many more daring parenting shows on this subject. So thank you for being so forthcoming. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lisa. We hope you'll join us again next week. If you have questions, you can send a private message to our Facebook page, or you can email Lisa at DaringParenting.com. Until next time, I hope you'll be a daring parent.